Welcome everybody to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in a world full of headers, you can only be greater. It is your boy, Steven City P. Watson, back at it again, live with my partner in crime. Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges, never needed an a.k.a. And together that makes us the brothers. We are here on another not-so-beautiful Thursday. It is quite cold outside. We it is brutally cold outside. But if you're from the city of Chicago, you know what it is. You okay, well it's it not is. brutally cold, but it's it's un, it's like an irritating cold. As a matter of fact, what we about 2025, 20, man? Yeah, it's damn near summer. Out yeah, there. it feels like summer, but it's gonna get worse. We know it's only the beginning. Ain't even winter yet, people. Yes. So today, all right, is gonna be a very interesting episode. Because you're about to get hit with some, a little bit of more intellect. We're about to dive into a little bit deeper. And this actually started off from a little event that we had over the weekend. Surely did. But first, let's start off with some town hall business. Mr. Bridges, what do you have? You know what? I'm going to have to give a shout out to ourselves because we got a couple of events coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't, we don't have an official date, but do know it's going to be in the next 30 to 45 days. Yes. We're going to have another relationship roundtable. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, we appreciate everybody for coming out. We appreciate all the people that was watching, all the people that gave their spirited opinions. Appreciate the DJ. The DJ was here, man. He uh, he, he really helped us out with the music side of the game, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, just shout out to all you that made that possible. Shout out to the people that just make our what we do possible. And yes, yes, yes. Like the mu- movement, like what we do, and just keep giving us love, man. So shout out to all y'all, man. You know what? I'm gonna go and be a little bit more specific, and I'm gonna go really shout out. We're going to shout out the people who attended our round table. Let's shout out Miss Jazzy J, who's over there, Miss Keisha Hudson, Mitt Reese, Reggie, Melissa and Will, Kim Rio. And, of course, our residential DJ, JLC. JLC, come on in here. Let them know who you are. You were the MVP. You were like the star of the round table. We didn't even know it. You had a lot of young knowledge on you. Go ahead. Yo, 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 yo. Um, you already know how I'm rocking. Uh, ain't nothing new happening this week, but um, <laughs> still still your grandma's favorite rapper, still your auntie's favorite DJ. Book me, and uh, yeah, that's it. JMC in the building. I also want to give a quick shout out to all the still our providers out there who are WIAN in Memphis, Tennessee, iHeartRadio on there, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the ma- all Spotify has as well. All the major podcast sites that have picked up the Brothers Podcast, we appreciate that support. iTunes, shout out to you. iTunes, please, thank you. Thank you, thank you for the support. We're trying to keep this movement going. Also, got to get one disclaimer, man. If you like the information that we're giving, hit that like button, man. Please. If you love the information that we're getting, please hit that share button, man. And if you really, really, really feeling it, Go and tell your mom and them about us, man. Yes. You can hit us at the Brothers page, man, or you can hit our individual pages. Dante Chase Bridges. Steven City P. Watson. Give us some love, man. We appreciate it, man. Yes. This is a movement. Shout out to everybody who's out there supporting us right now. And I believe that's all the town hall business we got going. Is there anything else we got this? I'm fresh out. So let's go ahead and get started. What, you got something? No. What you got, brother? No, it was something else. 
Oh, he's he's got a social life. Okay. <laughs> he has a social life. I'm sorry. Anybody tell us how the sounds is feeling? How the sounds looking? Can you hear us? Of course, shout out to those who are watching us right now. We shout appreciate out to it. Tia Robert. Shout out to William Alvin Smith. Shout out to Evo K. Shout out to Jimmy Osiega. That's one was from work. Jimmy, shout out to you. Shout That's out to good. Keisha. We already know she's a our number one fan, Keisha Hudson. Nah, who's at the round table? Nah, I gotta be Keisha. honest, man. Tia told me she was like, "Look, you better stop with that number one fan." She said she's gonna have to scrap some. Look, Tia she wasn't said, here she said day she one have to yet. Scrap okay, she one wasn't. She wasn't here day one yet, right, so Keisha. unfortunately, she, she gonna give you some comp now. She gonna give you some competition. She, she, she can try. She can try, but she gotta go ahead. Look, she can try. I'll right. say is this: go mess around, get a piece of chocolate. Go ahead, go get something like that because we gonna get into some shit. Yeah. All right. So let's get started. Like I said before, it was a conversation. Oh yeah. That kind of was built off from the round table. You know what? This interesting thing about this round table. That's giving us a lot of topics that we can think of. Right? Yeah. I got one going on for next week. Right now. All right. Mr. Bridges. Now. The concept of what makes, what is a real woman? Now, could we just lower that? Just a tad bit more. Because I just, I want people to understand. Right. You know, like, what, what I'm saying. Look. So, could you ask that one more time? So what constitutes as a real woman because we had a little bit of an interesting moment that occurred over the weekend. Mm-hmm. It was a you had this little bit of dialogue that took place. Right. About what's definitively defines what can be considered as a queen. Right. So the word queen has always been an empowering title right. for women. Yes it has. It's supposed to make them definitively a real woman. Right. But words aren't always what they seem, are they not? Words are not always what they seem. So, there's actually a very rooted history and etymology in this. So, Mr. Bridges, you've dived in deep into this etymology. Mm-hmm. You're very educated on this. Right, right. Please, I'm going to give you the floor a little bit. Explain to the people out there exactly what you mean. Okay. What exactly that means. Well, before I explain exactly what I mean, what I need to tell you is what words really mean. Now, when you were in school, you heard someone say spelling. Well, spelling literally means to cast a certain energy upon a word. The reason why I say that is I want everybody out here to be really careful that the spell that they're casting when they say particular words Mm -hmm. don't give the energy to cause some negative stuff to happen into your life. Because if you don't know the words that you're using on your family, on your friends, and just out here in public, you may not know that you want a good life. You might want a good man. You might want a good woman. But literally the words that you're using as manifesting a negative circumstance for you. So it's real important that you understand the words that you're using. Why do I say all that? Mm-hmm. Like my man said, we had a conversation, or I should say it like this. Somebody in our comment section of the relationship roundtable had said, I made a statement saying, queen means whore, right? Mm-hmm. 
And it's absolutely correct. Queen does mean whore. But that's only the surface level. Well, what would you guys say about Queen? Well, yeah, see, right. now I know this probably gonna that that's gonna like get a lot of women out there like, wait, what? Right. Excuse me? Right. Uh no it don't. Nah, boo boo. Right. You got it wrong. But you have to understand but like I said, we all about context here. Yeah. You know, you just don't say some things and then just oh, don't elaborate on what you mean. I would never say something and just leave it there. Because right. if I says that queen means whore and just said, okay, I don't know what I'm talking about, that would be negligent on my part. Right. But like I said at the beginning of this conversation, you have to understand words have certain energies. And throughout time, people have used words to not only weaponize a country, but take over different countries. So the word that you might feel that you're using being queen, Q-U-E-E-N, which when you said symbolizes royalty, nobility, a monarchy of a female ascended to the highest ranks. What you're truly saying when you break it down etymologically is that this particular woman symbolizes a whore because when you go past old English old German and that's something that we do we think that time stopped when the Bible began but time didn't stop it was it was time going on time been around and these words been around for hundreds of thousands of years so let's go past old English old German what do I truly mean now when I say the word whore most people feel that they think whore means a woman out on the street, a woman that's promiscuous, a woman that's with a lot of men, a woman that uses her body for sexual favors, for either currency or to make herself feel good. But that could be the furthest from the truth. Really? Yes. When you say the word whore and break it down into your native tongue, which is Hebrew, which means Hebrew, so when you break it down in Hebrew, in Aramaic, where your original people come from, the actual word whore means high priestess. And a high priestess was a particular person that controlled the spirituality of the section that she was in charge of. A high priestess was the woman that was considered to be the queen of the particular region that she was upon. Also, when you break down whore and take it all the way back to the Sanskrit version, which means zona, zona literally means the womb or the black hole. And what you don't understand is the black hole symbolizes the beginning of man, the woman's womb. Okay? Mm -hmm. So everything dealing with the word whore represents divine ability of the female. And what happened is two things occurred. Number one, when Europe or the pale skin of white people of Europe came in and they wanted to invade not only Europe, Africa, and North America, they changed a matriarchal society that said that queens and whores and prostitutes, which prostitute means high priestess or one woman that's exalted over many people, they changed the names and the words to mean something different because they wanted to weaponize the dictionary in order to take over people. That is in the 48 Laws of Power. 
Guys, question real quick. That's so basically, awesome. you said, from what you just described, that our society, the root of our society, actually stems from a matriarchal system. Yeah. The what we call the African American, which is actually the Aboriginal indigenous, or what you may know as Native American, because mm-hmm. that's what black people or African Americans actually is. Mm-hmm. Black and African American are only statuses when you look them up in government. Mm-hmm. It doesn't denote your nationality. We are the true people of North America, of South America, of Central America. So. This is where the origins of these words come from. And when you argue about a specific word, you have to understand you're arguing from the perspective of when the white European came in and weaponized the dictionary and gave it to you and called you a slave. Mm -hmm. But your history stems much, much, much further than that. And not in just Africa, but on this continent. So you got to be aware of the words you're using, specifically that word whore. Just be careful of how you're saying these things. So on this landmass of North America, the word queen, whether it was Mm Q-U-E-E-N, Q-U-E-A-N, or C-W-E-N-E was actually used to talk about high priestess of our society, of the Native American, of my society, of Stephen's society. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, where are your people from? Where are my people from? Where are your people from right now? Mississippi, Chicago? Mississippi. Okay. Where Do you know where your grandma is from? My grandma's from Mississippi. My mother's born actually in Indiana. Okay. okay. So your grandmother's from Mississippi. Yeah. Now, if you go back four generations, that technically tells you exactly where your people was and the tribe that your people were. If you go back five generations on my side in middle Mississippi, my people were a part of the Choctaw or what they call Choctaw tribe, which was the Washita Empire. His people was around the same region. So we could literally be a part of the same tribe. And my tribe's actual tongue, script, was that of Hebrew, or what we call Hebrew, mm-hmm. what we call uh, the Ethiopian Egyptian languages that was uh, spoken, the Kushite languages of Egypt, or what we call Egypt. And so what we called people as far as saying whore meant that this woman was supposed to be exalted among everybody. Mm-hmm. She was the woman that had the juice. And what you need to understand is because we was here before 1492 when Christopher Columbus came to this land well he came to the West Indies not here we had a completely different type of monarchy because all of the parliament procedures all of the nobility titles that you think that the white European made that was made on this continent so those particular words like queen whore prostitute Hussy, which prostitute means to exalt one woman over everyone else. Hussy means a title of nobility. All of those words that we were using in our original language was right on this continent. And when we would call women those names, it would mean that woman is the divine being or the divine whore. So what? what so 
these words that you're saying that in the actual definition, the truth of the definition, were rooted in sort of a level of women empowerment. Of women empowerment. So what exactly happened that caused us to now have such a negative connotation? One of the one of the biggest forms of war, military science, is to disassociate a people from its original landmass and disassociate a people from its original spirituality and original language. So what happened was, at a particular point, when the colonization happened between 1492, well actually 1452, going all the way to 1619, even stemming from 1788 when they signed to uh, peace and treaty of the Moors of North America, the colonials literally changed around the dictionaries, changed around all of the codes, which was called the Treaty of Verona and the continuance of the Christian Crusades, which Europeanized or white, whited Europe, because it was actually dark skin. The words were used to make the people disillusioned of who they truly were. So when you go into a dictionary like Oxford or Merriam-Webster Dictionary, and you see some that say Old German is where it denotes from. Um, what was something else? Old English is where it denotes from. That is not just history. It's not education. It's a weapon used for you to not know exactly where you come from, who you were, and what your original people used in order to describe who you truly are. Mm-hmm. Which the woman is the divine whore. But whore meaning the divine being, the holy womb, Ark of the Covenant. That's what Ark of the Covenant means. It's not about a, a box in the Bible. It's about the Ark of the Woman's Covenant, right. the contract to bring more beings into the earth. So one thing, I don't want women to go out and just start using the word whore because now we have put so much energy on the negative aspect of what whore means that if we use this word, we could weaponize it to bring down women. But what I do challenge you to do is understand that a lot of the words that you use, even though you may be feeling like you're using it in the correct form, it's the connotative way of using it or the way you use it in this time. But where they originate from and what they truly mean is something of greatness and power. And you have to go past 1492 when you're looking up words. You have to not just look in a dictionary and say, this is the word. Okay, Webster said it was this. No, dictionaries have been weaponized against you. You have to go to original root. You have to understand etymology. You have to understand when things are not homophones, because uh, the, the, the young man said that uh, queen and queen was a homophone because one queen means nobility and one queen means a whore. But a homophone is something like, he wears this shirt, or where are you going? They're two words that sound the same but mean completely different things. That's not what queen and queen in any type of uh, etymological altering of a word means. These words mean the specific same thing. It's just that the European came and weaponized one form of the word which when you say whore and prostitute to make you feel that this means something completely different. 
But these whores, these prostitutes, these hussies that you call people are titles of nobility in titles of divine beings. No matter if you say Q-U-E-E-N or you say Q-U-E-A-N or C-W-E-N-E. And you must understand that the education that you were given as a young person, even going into adulthood with college, mm -hmm. although it taught you things, it specifically taught you what they wanted you to know to indoctrinate you into their society. And there is so much knowledge beyond what you learn in college, in high school, and especially in grammar school. Mm -hmm. And when you dive into this information, you have to have an open mind. Because you're going to keep on discovering things. The, the worst thing you can possibly do is cut yourself off. But I really need y'all to understand that this, these words that we use out here, mm -hmm. they got energy. And this energy can cast spells. That's what grammar and spelling is. So I got a comment to make about that. Because as you spoke about what you said earlier about indoctrination, it's an educational, what you learn in the school. Um, it's a... Uh, Interesting because for what you're speaking of, mm -hmm. I can almost you can almost feel that level of energy right out there that what you're saying could be misconstrued. Mm -hmm. You can feel that level of energy. There's maybe a lot of people out there that probably look like this. I guess you can say for the KFAB, well not KFAB, for the uh, trendy thing that says this sounds like some woken nigga oh, shit, hotel bad shit. Right. So. And you can sit there, that's, it gives that hotel vibe. Right, 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 right. So, a lot of people, I'm sure, could be sit there to be kind of like, this nigga don't know what the fuck he's doing. This nigga right, trying right, to be right. just preaching shit and it's all this other. But, for that reason, mm -hmm. how would you try to address that part? Like, why would, would you be able to say, it's not really hotel if you do the research? Mm hmm. What I would say, you approach that as what I would say to people is, isn't it ironic that the truth is demonized and marginalized, and what is not the truth is celebrated? Mm -hmm. So, what I just told you is not a fact because a fact is, a matter of fact, Steve will tell you what a fact is. Mm -hmm. A fact is somebody' opinion that's documented at that time. Right. The truth can't be refuted. Mm -hmm. So what I tell you. How could you say it's hotepish when I'm actually giving you facts? So, I mean, truths in, in these facts. A way that you can really see it, you have to step outside of yourself. I have conversations with a lot of people that are not from the United States. Uh, they're from Canada. They may be from Iraq. They may be from Persia. They may be from uh, Dominican Republic. And what you start to realize is that everybody around the African-American community knows the truth. And when you start to tell them things like this, they don't look at you as like, wow, oh, you think you know everything. Mm -hmm. They look at you as like, duh, you didn't know that already? Right. Because what I need for my African-American people to understand is everybody around you knows who you truly are knows what the European society has done to you in order to disassociate you or basically take you away from who you are as far as you are the aboriginals of this land right. and your true language. Everybody around you knows this and laughs at you for the fact that you ostracize 
and demonize people that are trying to tell you the specific truth. And what I do, I want to challenge you to realize that do you see that there's somebody behind you that's pulling the strings, that's telling you that this person should not know what he's talking about because he's speaking the truth? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to understand that when you have the feeling that, oh, he's just talking that bullshit, where did you get that feeling from? Because that's truly a weapon of war. And I want you to step outside of your, excuse me, step outside of yourself just like 12 years I had to step outside of myself and realize who I was, where I came from. If everything that's true about you that could take you out of the plight you're in as black people, you demonize, then guess what? The situation that we in is a self-fulfilling prophecy because we want to keep ourselves in this situation. You have to expand your mind. You have to talk to different ethnicities outside of yours. And I'm not talking about go to white people. I'm not talking about go to an Asian. But talk to people from different continents that hasn't been indoctrinated with all of this media stuff that we get in the United States. That know that Africans did not come on slave boats to America. And they know that there's no records of it. You have to get outside of your box to understand these things. Because if you don't, you're going to ostracize somebody not because they're telling a lie but because it's just foreign to you Mm -hmm. and the reason it's foreign to you is because they have kept this type of information away from you and it takes a certain few people that are strong enough to stop stop trying to play to the masses to fit in Mm -hmm. and come out and be the trailblazers to tell the people the actual truth Mm -hmm. so if you call me a hotel there's nothing that I can do about it except continue to do what my purpose is on this earth is to understand, extrapolate information and deliver it to the masses because I truly want the people that we call black people and African-Americans to be free, to know their information, know their languages, know the law mm-hmm. and come together and create this black family like we should. So call me a hotel if I'm trying to make sure that my black people understand the truth and I'll take it with open arms. Because I'm going to keep continuing to do what I feel that's right in my heart, which is educate my people with the truth. I will say this, and this is something that I don't wish we share a lot of conversation about, is that we as people can have a lot of doubts about the information that we get, or the information we receive or absorb. Right. However... There is always a level of thought or question that always seems to present itself as you grow up. So even if there's a chance that you may or may not understand or believe something, you will tend to want to know. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is very key. Knowledge so you want to know certain things. Mm-hmm. So even if there's a chance that you understand what he's saying or you don't understand what he's saying, there's always a level of wanting to know well, why is he saying that. Right, 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 right. And you know, can I just chime in on that a little bit? When I first started to know my true heritage, know that I didn't come off a slave boat when my ancestors came off a slave boat, know that I was from the the Washita Choctaw tribe, and know that 85% of the black people that we say is black today is actually Native Americans. When I started to realize that, it didn't just come like this and I ran with it. 
I heard it, I didn't understand it, and I mocked it. But then, just like what CDP said, I thought to myself, well, why is this person saying that? I said, why is this person saying this? Where is he getting this from? Because I, I feel that I'm a person that doesn't go just with surface level understanding. I'm a critical thinker. Mm-hmm. And my question is always why. I may not like what you're saying, and I may not agree with what you're saying, but I'm always going to ask, why are you saying? So just like my bro City P said, always ask the question why. The mind, make the mind open to the fact that this person is saying it because he got it from a particular source. That source is real. Mm-hmm. So... Don't disagree with something before you do the due diligence of doing the research. And if somebody has a different opinion, that is not something to make you feel that you don't know what you're talking about. But it should challenge you to open up your mind to what a truth could actually be. Or if you actually know what the truth is yourself. Because even though I'm saying all this information, I don't know everything in the world. And my thing is not about being right. And my thing is not about being wrong. My thing about is finding out what the truth is. And if there's something that I don't know or I may have gotten wrong, I am always up to understand better. Because that is the journey of truth. It's not about ego. So when you close yourself off, it's almost as if your ego is activated to save who you are because you don't want to change. Because change is hard. Changing is hard. I think... I'm from the mother. A wise man once said, I don't know if that was exactly Albert Einstein that once said this, the smartest person in the world is a person who still knows they have a lot to learn. Yes. So it's not, so understand that we're not, I'm just going to be layman about this. Right. We're not just pulling stuff out of our ass oh, just to no. put out here on social media to tell you what it is. Obviously, there's some root behind what we're saying. Or in this point, in this case, or in this typical episode what this gentleman is right 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 so when you're trying to we're trying to get this information on a weekly basis it's not exactly something where we're just saying oh they just made some yeah, shit, let's shit together yeah let's throw some shit now, together let's and make to that's obviously we go from research from experience from what we've observed in the world it's not just something we just blatantly throwing it out there to you guys. It's what any, any which way we want to, just so you can understand or just, whether you agree or disagree with it or not. It's up to you. But the one thing we will always try to do is to come correct about it and come real about it. We're going to be contesting about almost everything we say on a regular basis, weekly, we daily, weekly, we whatever. Have. We. This is why we have this shows. This is why we have the roundtables. This is why we have people yes. that engage us every day of our lives. This is why we have. No matter what, whoever has. An and opinion. what we say about it, man. We say some of y'all are going to agree with what we say. Exactly. Some of y'all going to disagree. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that we are here to do is to learn, learn from, from each other. Just learn. So it goes both ways. Right. But what I do challenge you to do is if you hear some information that you may not heard in the past or you just feel like it's foreign, research, do your due diligence. Don't let your ego get in the way of higher knowledge, man. 
I would also say that maybe it's time for some people to step out of their bubble. And like I said, speak with an open mind. Understand that everything you may have learned or known may not be the correct information. And I'll give you a better one. A lot of the stuff that you've learned, question where you got it from and mm-hmm. who taught you. Exactly. Where, who, what book taught you? Right. Why did they teach you? What was their purpose? As a matter of fact, here's a, here's a better teacher. The best teacher in the world is yourself. Understand that if something don't sound right to you, take the time to kind of figure it out what is wrong and what's right. Do your research. Critically think. Think about some things. If it don't make sense, try to make it make sense. At least try to make it make sense to you. I know there's a lot of people who are probably not going to make sense of what he's saying, but you can actually take the time to look this up. Right. Try to approach these things with an open mind. Because that's all we got. If we can start opening up the conversation and dialogue, we can probably learn a lot and it wouldn't be such a bad situation that we're in now. And I'll give you one better. If you really start to learn this information, you'll start to stop saying some of the stuff I hear all the time. Number one, we are people that don't know where we come from. Number two, we ain't got no history. Mm-hmm. All of these things are outright lies. And like I said, always tell, ask yourself, who taught you this stuff? Mm. Why did they teach it to you? And look at the state that your people are in as a whole. I mean, you can live in a condo, but your people as a whole, why are you in that state? And everything in the mind manifests itself out into the world. Just look at the state that quote unquote black people in America are in. Look at what we talk about, look at what we say, and look at what we've manifested. And then ask, wait a minute, maybe this word game that I'm using, maybe me not understanding the history or not being open to go and really research my history, maybe this is causing a bad effect. Maybe the reason why I am not in touch with my woman is because I don't understand her position on a ancient antiquity on a philosophical level maybe i'm just going by what my uncle taught me when i was 10 12 14 years old you have to challenge yourself in order to get into a better position in life because life is about growth and if you cut it off from the legs you'll never grow you'll just be called stumpy out here right right so (laughs) this is about growing right and that's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to grow people. And I know that some people, they may not even be taking this seriously or not. Enough. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Because like I said, when I first started, which was about a decade ago, mm-hmm. I heard it and I said, okay. But then I heard it again. I said, okay. And then I heard it one more time. And I was like, why am I keep on hearing the same thing over and over again? Because now you want to know what it's about. So I might be the person that put the seed in the brain. And somebody might come along different than me that put the water on it. And somebody might come and put the soil on it. And now you got a big plant that's growing with you full of knowledge. It's a process. It don't happen at one time. But you have to have an open mind and understand that it's a process. And be open to it. So one thing I just want to do, I want to give y'all a couple of books to reference what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So one book that I really want y'all to look up is uh, Ancient and Modern Britain. 
very good very good book it's going to let you know your actual history uh it's going to let you know that the kings and queens that you see on uh all the movies queen victoria uh the, the british and all those those were ruled by black people it's all all the cults of nobility all the kingdoms all the things that you think that the european white european made was all ruled by black people I want you to look up a book called No Dare Nature Knows No Color Lines by J.A. Rogers. A brilliant book that literally shows you all of the bloodlines of all of the royal people, including Queen Elizabeth. And you know where it all leads to? Dark skinned people look just like you. I want you to look up They Were Here Before Columbus, which is going to let you know that you as a people was on this continent, North America, way before Christopher Columbus came. And damn sure way before that story about a slave boat coming and delivering 12 million people to the continent came. I want you to start to understand there's a difference between homophones and etymologies. I want you to start looking up what the root word is, root words to these words are and how words can be weaponized. Like bad, not meaning bad, but bad meaning homosexual. Right. You don't know that. So a lot of times you got to be careful what you call people because you could be giving them energy that could be detrimental for you and them. So I want you to look up that. I also want you to look up... Um, yeah, just get into your, your, your real dictionaries. If you want to right. use a dictionary, don't just go and get a regular dictionary because dictionaries are weaponized. Use a uh, American dictionary from 1828. Use Black Laws Dictionary Volume 4. Use dictionaries that actually give, well, I always say the denotative term, which means the original origin of the word. So you can realize that these words that you're using are putting you in a state of being, might I say, fucked up. Because I just want to use this example and I'm going to get off. We say the word black all the time. And if you've seen my, the podcast that we've talked about, I've once told you that I'm not black. And the reason why I say it is because the government classifies black as being inferior class. Not nothing dealing with your skin tone. So black denotes a inferior class. And if you are an inferior class, you cannot have an ancestry from anybody else, meaning you cannot have land or inherit rights on the continent that you were born in and your family was born in. So that puts you in dishonor and nobody around the world can recognize black people and help them. Why do you think that black people can't go to the UN and say we need help these white people whooping our ass? Because you need a nationality and the word black is not a nationality. It's a class or a caste system. And they deliberately, that's why I said, weapons were weaponized in order to keep you down. That's why you can't, my man just hit on a point. The reason why you can't get reparations is because you call yourself black. They put black there. Matter of fact, during the doll's row, if you know what that is, they took away your original nationality and your tribe. And they gave you a European Dutch master colonial title, which was either black, mulatto, or white. None of them denoted from race or ethnicities. And the reason that they did it is so that they can put you back into the constitutional fold is only being three-fifths of a person. What does all that mean? That means that they reclassified you in order to make you less than humans. And the word black has certain laws that they give to black people. 
It's called the Black Christian Codes. That's why you can be in the street and they can throw your black ass in jail and another dude that's white do the same crime and you be like, why they didn't give him no time? Well, it's legally written in the books in order to do that. And what you can start doing is realizing that you can pick up a dictionary, start understanding what these words mean, because what you say with your friends and what the judge and the lawyers and the court and the people that got the power, when they say the words, they mean two completely different things. And you're putting yourself, you're, that spelling of those words that you're doing, you're putting yourself in a state of inferiority. And this is your, I'm not just saying this, this is your ancient teachings. This is our ancient teachings. So you have to understand this stuff. Like my man said, that's why we can't get reparations. Because the UN does not recognize black people as a nationality. You have to come to them with your original nationality. Or you can't get nothing. No religion and no whole country. That's why Obama passed the rights of indigenous people that allowed them to come and claim who they originally are. No black person, not a lot of black person went and even knew what that was about. He was literally telling you, black people, you are from the continent of North America before slavery. You need to go and claim what your original indigenous tribe was or your aboriginal heritage was on this continent so that you can receive the perks that the world is trying to give you. But if you allow the government and you allow these words like the word black, like the word queen, to be only surface level and you never learn anything else, you're gonna continue to be in the same situation you are in. So get out of that. Go learn this stuff, because this ain't just fun. This is life and death, really. Right. Mr. Bridges, thank you for taking time. You took me on this one. And I guess I can say on a personal note, since this is to talk about what is a real woman, I would say, as far as my end, is that Y'all have to understand as women, y'all mean so much to us. You do. Y'all are literally the reasons why we're here. You're the backbone. You're the backbone. So it is very important, very, very, very important that we both come to an understanding about where where our place in this world is. Which is a lot of things about what this podcast is and with these round tables, like I said, the podcasts, the round tables, all our discussions are about everything we do. We everything we do. We are trying to bridge the gap of conversation, so that hopefully we can prosper and better. But it's gonna take y'all to help us and us to help y'all, especially y'all, because we actually need y'all. We need to be together on this. All right. So. I guess that concludes another episode of the Brothers Podcast. We had a little bit of a serious episode today. Yeah, we had we have the typical banter and happy go lucky and sometimes we gotta just break it down to right. people, man. We have to break it down. So that concludes another episode. Thank you once again to our residential DJ JMC mm-hmm. for coming in. Follow him on your social media. What are your social medias again? Long live JMC on Instagram and on Twitter. Just go to that and then you'll find all the rest of the stuff. Okay. Shout outs to myself, Steven C. P. Watson. I got two Facebook pages, Steven Watson, Steven C. P. Watson. Uh, shout out to, like I said, the 100. And right, I right, actually right, have right. the 100s coming and I actually may have another one. We waiting, we waiting. We waiting. We waiting. I got another one in mind. I got a title for it. I'm trying to really bring it to mm-hmm. solidify, 
solidify it, but we'll have it over. Mr. Bridges. Shout out to Chase Your Zodiac Health and Wellness, man. You can catch me on Mondays between 8 and 8-ish. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, catch that. Shout out to all our peeps. Like I said, W-I-A-N, mm-hmm. uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, Spotify. Uh, shout out to everybody that listen to us, tune in to us. Shout out to all y'all that give love and support. I'm telling you, and he telling you, we can't do this without y'all. Yeah. If you like the information that we're giving y'all, hit that like button. If you love it, hit that share button. And if you really, really love it, go tell your mama and your people now. Because we need y'all. We really do. Send us some money. Please. We're going to put a donate button up Please. here. Please. We're going to start doing some donation buttons. Cause good God. I got a debit card with $6 uh, on this, it. Sometimes, this is starting not to get too cheap. All right. Cool. So, on that note, we out of here. Peace. I like the technique in the end when you raise the level.